I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Ireland's Aviation Podcast. Hello again. Well, last weekend we were at the Islas Fly-In at their airfield in Wexford. This weekend I flew into Burr for the annual Burr Breakfast Fly-In, which this year was in aid of the local St. Vincent de Paul. Well, recently the Irish Aviation Golf Challenge raised over €15,000, so this event was the icing on the cake on a fundraising event that so far has raised over €252,000. So with Golf Whiskey India safely marshaled by Joe McDermott and his crew of volunteers, we headed off in search of food and conversation. Along the way, I found Colm Wright from the Ormond Flying Club. Colm, how many Child of Prague statues have you in the back garden? (laughs) Well, clearly not enough, Michael, because obviously, you know, the phone was hopping this morning with guys from Galway that couldn't make it here because they they had had to turn back at Ballinasloan. And luckily enough, we had weather from, from the east, so we managed to get a few people in here. But look, I suppose the best of a bad lot for us, really. You know, we got a great crowd in for what conditions we have this morning. You know, Viz was poor, and there's, uh, who's that? That's Harry Humphreys doing a bit of a display there for us right now. But, yeah, we had a nice, a nice few people come in. We got a lot of breakfasts away for Vincent de Paul. So, yeah, we're positive and we're happy. And, of course, this, I suppose, really is the cap of the year, really, isn't it? The end of the year for, for a lot of the, the display stuff and the, the gatherings. It is. We normally close the flying season, and it's a terrible thing to even say that we close the flying season, but we, we kind of do. S- September is normally the month where we do a bit, and uh, we try and get a few people together. We, we sit down and we have a chat, and we talk about airplanes, and we have a nice big breakfast, and we all put on a few pounds, and it's great. And of course, it's, a, a, it's an, a good cause as well this year. This year especially, it's a great cause, because I, I was talking to some of the people in Vincent de Paul, and they were telling me that some of the people, believe it or not, that used to donate to Vincent de Paul in the previous couple of years are now using Vincent de Paul to get help from them. So, I mean, we're so happy we could help and raise a few quid for Vincent de Paul. And in fairness, all the visiting pilots that came in, they didn't just throw a tenner into the box. They were all throwing 20s and 50s, and it's, it's great to see it. You know, so we are a generous bunch, despite what people say about us all in the aviation world. <laughs> No, I'm sure that's not about everyone they say that, Colin. It might be about one or two. No, I, yeah. no, no, it's fine, you know. <laughs> Colin Wright, thanks for chatting to us. No problem, thanks for having us. We love a variety of voices on the podcast, and for this episode I was keen to hear more from some of the women in aviation. There was no shortage of women pilots at Burr on Sunday, 
all influenced, it seems, by their parents to learn to fly. Jane Moran, you're one of the uh, students and the pilots here at Burr. What got you into aviation? Um, well, my mum took flying lessons when she was younger and we came up here for the open day and we were just shown around the airplanes and then I had my first discovery flight and I've loved it ever since. So tell me about flying for you then. Um, well, I started when I was 17 and I'm on, I had my first solo two, two weeks ago. Congratulations. And I'm just doing solo circus at the moment. What was that like, your first solo? Um, it was amazing. It didn't feel real for the first one. <laughs> and then afterwards, like, it became more real. Mm-hmm. And you feel a lot more competent after the first one. What are you flying? Um, a Cessna 172. Okay. Yeah. So with the Cessna 172, the first solo done, and yeah. then what's, I suppose it's the PPL next, is it? Yeah, well, solo nav and then hopefully PPL after the exams. And tell me about the atmosphere here flying in Burr. Um, it's a really nice club, it's really friendly and it's just a lovely like club atmosphere and everyone like supports everyone, it's really nice. Plans for after your PPL, are you thinking about it commercially? I'll apply to all the cadetships and the Air Corps and the airlines and everything. And, and did you have any idea of, you know, when you were younger that aviation would be so important to you? Not really, but then once you start it just becomes addictive mm-hmm. and you just love it. And another pilot here in Burr this afternoon is Emma Wright. Emma, tell us your story. Uh, so I've been flying here for the past two years. Um, I've been into it because my dad has been flying since I was eight. And I did my first solo there last year and I recently did a solo cross country as well. Um, and I'm currently studying for my PPL exams to do them. Get the ground school bit out of the way with now yeah. and then hopefully go on to the test by the end of the year. Well, apart from the fact that you're probably in an aeroplane as, as a little girl with your dad, what's the attraction of aviation for you? Oh, I just get a buzz off it. Like, I, sure, I knew from when I was sitting in my leaving cert, I'd be looking outside the window when I heard planes pass, and I was like, yeah, sure, that's what you want to do. You have no interest in anything else. I, it's, I'd be looking out the window all the time when I heard something. I'd be running outside to see it. And I was talking uh, earlier on to someone about the idea of, you know, the fact that not a, there aren't as many women flying as men. Is there any particular reason you think? Because there's no discrimination. There's not, no. I just, I, I, well, I know talking to my own friends, I don't think it's something they have much of an interest in, like even to see planes like here today. It's mostly male as well. Um, I just think it is a more male dominant area, but... How would you encourage your, you know, your, your fellow women to, to get involved? Um, well, I, I'd like them to try it. I know when I get my licence, I'll be forcing them into the plane with me anyway. Because uh, <laughs> I know there, there will be a thrill then. It's, it's a completely different thing flying one of these planes compared to a commercial plane. Like, you know, it's a different aspect completely. Uh, what about it as a career? Have you thought about that? That is something I want to go on and do. Yeah, I want to go commercial after I get the PPL, hopefully. So all going well, do the ATPLs and on we go to CPL then. I wish you best of luck on your next flight. Thank you very much. Thanks very Thanks, much. Thanks, Emma. Helena Duggan, lovely finally to get you on Squawk 7000. And forget talking to you for a minute. We're beside the most gorgeous aeroplane. Tell us what we have here. Um, this is Echo India, Bravo India Oscar, and she is an L4 Cub from 1944, ex-World War II. 1944. I'm guessing there's been a bit of restoration done. There's been uh, plenty of restoration over the years. Um, myself and my husband, Derek, um, did a big job on her about, well, lost track now, probably about six or seven years ago. Um, but when we, uh, when we did take her apart, we found lots of history there. So there has been plenty of restorations over the years. I've heard stories of people when they're doing restorations, finding old sweet wrappers with old, old money and everything on them. We found old sweet wrappers, but even nicer, we found names inside her. So on her leading edge, uh, there was a record of the last restoration that was done from the Monastery Evan Flying Group. 
and also under the floor. Um, their names are also in there. And on one of our ailerons, we had a sign-off from a seat hailer in 1942. Uh, so the 1942 has gone back in. Um, unfortunately, we had to replace the leading edges because they were a bit bent with time. Mm. Um, but our, we have added our names to the floor and the Monastery Ever Flying Group have gone back into her again. So she, her history has been recorded for posterity. That's a Falco taking off beside us, so there's no point in trying to compete with it for a second. I've heard you describe this aeroplane as having a personality, is that right? She does have a personality. <laughs> she's, she's a grand old lady yeah. and she's, uh, she's very good. We go on our little trips together, so we enjoy our time together. And uh, yes, she has definitely got a personality and a mind of her own. Which you'd expect. For people who are listening to us rather than being able to see us, of course, we should describe it. She's in camouflage colours, or not necessarily camouflage, but, but army colours. Yes, so um, we had big discussions over her paint job. When Indiaska was brought into Ireland, she was painted in lovely white with a black stripe down the side, which most people would recognise her as. She's a, she's a very familiar aeroplane to a lot of people, and her previous owners brought a lot of people flying, so we have many, many people come to us and say, I did my first flight in India, Oscar. So when we went to put her back into her colours, um, we had a discussion as to whether we should keep her white or whether we take the opportunity to put her back into her military colours. Because when she originally came to Ireland in the late 70s, you weren't allowed to put them into the military colours because of the, color, the troubles. Yeah. Um, so the colour was discussed and we went with her military colours because we said such a shame not to put an L4 back into it, especially when, with her history. She was in Belgium for the Battle of the Bulge. So um, we bought our paint in, so she's olive drab on top and federal grey, which was to match the European theatre of war skies in 1944. Um, so that's her colour, olive drab and federal grey. A geeky question for a minute, the difference between an L4 and a cub? Uh, the cub, okay, so the cub that people would be most familiar with tends to be the uh, J3, which is it was the leisure aircraft. It was the leisure aircraft of the day. And the L4 is the military version of it. Very, very similar. They have the same frame, same, same engine. And the only difference in them is actually the windows um, and, and a, a harness seat for the back. So in the military version, um, she, her back shelf was used for radios because she was used as a spotter aircraft. Uh, so she would have had a trailing aerial and uh, radios on the back shelf. And the back seat at the time was, uh, it could be used either way. So it could be, the, the person in the back could be seated forward or aft. Okay. And if they were operating the radios, they seated aft. So there was a sling seat in the back of her. Because of the weight and balance in her, when you fly her empty, you fly her from the back seat. So she was being flown on her own. The, per, the back seat had to be able to, the person had to be able to seat facing forward as well. So, Tell me about your own flying. Well, my first interest in flying would have been from my father, who flew in Castlebridge in the 80s. So I would have been down around Castlebridge Airfield and flown in a Beagle Pup. And then I took up skydiving. So I was a parachuting instructor, skydiving instructor with the Falcons Parachute Club. Um, so aviation continued in that, that frame. And then when I got around to finishing my PPL, so I started it and ran out of money as a student and uh, restarted and finished. And then I started flying for the Irish Parachute Club. So I was a jump pilot for the Irish Parachute Club and um, then started buying aeroplanes. <laughs> So I just, yeah, rescue aeroplanes and fly them now. <laughs> but you also worked, I think, in, in aviation as well. I did. I worked for about six years in uh, Aer Lingus's cabin crew. I'm curious too about, you talk about jumping and you kind of you took a whole lot of good stories and put them away behind you very, very quickly. Where are some of the more interesting places you've jumped, for example? 
Oh, well, most of my jumping would have been done in Ireland, but we did go on skydiving holidays. So I've, I've, I stopped logging them at about 2,200. I've lost track after that. Um, but jumping in the States is great. And uh, some very interesting airplanes to jump out of. So uh, hot air balloons, uh, twin otters, inverted jump out of a pit special, yeah, which was really good. So lots of different types of aircraft to jump out of. And you're not only active in the air, but you're active at sea as well. I am, so my profession would be at sea, so I work as an assessor trainer for the RNLI, for the lifeboats. Yeah, so it's sea when I'm working in air when I'm relaxing. We've paused our chat for a second because there's a steerman going past and you really can't talk over it. Helena, obviously we're beside your beautiful airplane here, but are there any other aircraft that you have an eye to? I like that steerman. <laughs> um, I do like the biplanes. I have a biplane, so I have a Corriwatt. Um, I do like the old airplanes, I have to say, though the modern ones are lovely as well. I've done some flying recently in um, Funfly Savannas and they're really nice aircraft. So. Yeah, so long as I'm in the air, I kind of like it. One of the things we're obviously looking at in today's po podcast is the number of women we can meet around the airfield today who have an interest. We've talked to two student pilots already, both who've soloed recently. What encouragement would you give to women particularly to get involved in aviation? Because it, it seems to be the numbers are still small. Yeah, unfortunately the numbers are small and uh, a lot of people, a lot of women who start flying tend not to stay at it. And I think it's... There's so many different aspects to flying. Um, a lot of people fly because they want to become commercial pilots, but there's there's huge enjoyment to be got from pleasure flying, for flying for fun, uh, meeting other people like this at fly-ins, you know, the time you spend in your aircraft. So I'd say don't just look at one route. Don't just think that the only thing is commercial flying. There are lots of opportunities out there to do other types of flying. And don't give up just because you don't get into airlines or you know, keep at it and enjoy it. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. Hiya, Michael. How are you? Good, how are you? My name is Katie Bergen. And Katie, you arrived down in the mall today. I did, yeah, with my dad, Hugh and Pierce. How's your flying going? Good. Uh, I haven't been flying since I did my solo flight, two days after my 16th birthday. I actually have my exams this Wednesday, which I'm quite excited about, but also quite nervous. This is the ground school? Yeah. And once that's done, it's back into what, cross countries? Yeah, I'll get stuck into flying then. That's the plan, but you know, you never yeah. know how it's going to go. And we were talking, I think, back in one of the earlier podcasts, and you were just, I think you'd just gone solo. Yes, yeah. yeah. Tell me about your, the activities here today. You, had a, you flew down from Ballybottle? We flew down from Ballybottle to Burford a fly in. And what about some of the aircraft here today? Any of them particularly catch your eye? Oh yeah, a few of them. Uh, the gorgeous Cub over here, the Cub Cruiser, the Super Cub, and the Stearman. And of course there's another aeroplane that you like, the Zlin. The Zlin, yeah. The one that Reese is flying needed a few aerobatics on it. Good luck with the rest of the flying. Thank you. And um, we'll be talking to you again as you get closer to the flight test. Thank you. Also at Burr this weekend, a flying visit from IA director Jim Gavin, former Irish Gaelic football manager and former player. He was the senior Dublin County team manager from 2012 to 2019. Yeah, busy day in Burr and just after coming in on a, a Robinson 44 with Ray Foran in a, from the National Flying Centre in Weston in Fox X-Ray Lima. So yeah, a bit, bit, bit murky on the way down, Michael, but uh, fantastic to hear there was 40 aircraft um, coming down today and First of all, it's good for the general aviation community to come together and we can all meet again. But secondly, the, 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 the fundraising, which has been led by, by Shea Party for the St. Vincent de Paul. And, yeah, I'm going in now to get my brunch, my Irish breakfast. And, and <laughs> yeah, a bit later in the day by yeah, the time the breakfast is there, but apparently they're making a fresh one for you. Great, you? yeah, I look forward to it. Yeah, we're not precious. And it's particularly interesting as well because obviously with COVID and with lockdown, aviation has been fairly quiet and mm. this seems to be almost like the crowning glory of the year for people to get out and, and get flying. It is, yeah, it's been really difficult uh, whatever, for, whatever about for commercial air transport and the airlines and mm. Ireland has been devastated, uh, particularly the aviation sector with the uh, with the pandemic but the general aviation community were badly hit as well and, and uh, it's great to see so many aircraft getting back flying again for pilots and crews getting currency really really important and I know there's been a lot of interaction between the general aviation community and the, and the, and the regulators of the Irish Aviation Authority and, and to make sure everything was safe and sound and, and it's just really good to hear hear aircraft flying again and hear the airways busy and to, to hear the chatter in the, and, in, and in, of course in the with your clubs. IA hat on there's a busy period coming up there is yeah yeah there is indeed yeah we're going through a reorganisation so we're going to merge with our new colleagues now at the Commission of Aviation Regulation and our, our, our current IA colleagues will be uh, forming a new company called Air Navigation Ireland to provide the air navigation uh, service provision for the airports in Cork, Dublin, Shannon and the en route um, so it's, 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 a, it's a 
it's a, it's a really challenging time uh, for all three organisations, but an interesting one as well. And there's a, there's a great drive on now to, to, to get it done. Of course, they had to time this as well to get you because uh, there's no All-Ireland this weekend, but next weekend. There's no All-Ireland this weekend, next weekend. No, my, my All-Ireland this week was uh, under 13 soccer this morning. I had Gaelic football yesterday and rugby and Saturday morning as well. So it's been a busy weekend. So that's where my focus is on. Busy house then. A busy house, yeah. That's that, that's trying to trying to say if you're looking for a prediction, I won't, I, 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 that's what I can't give you one. I, I haven't been. I, I have been looking at the games closely enough, and what I know of both teams, I don't really know the the new Mayo team that well. Obviously, the Mayo Mansion have, have made a lot of changes there, and, and they've missed quite a number of players with injury, but they've they've done a phenomenal. A uh, phenomenal job to get to a final and obviously, you know, get over a ex- really, really strong Dublin, Dublin football team. Uh, I know the Tyrone team though very well, and uh, we met them in the final there a few years back in semi-finals and leagues. And if there was one team that we, you know, always had uh, a challenge against, it was Tyrone. They bet us in league games. Um, my first final was against Tyrone um, in 2013 in the league final, and Dean Rock came and scored two points. We bet them by a point. So, but. Um, current Tyrone team have probably gone under I think under the radar from a lot of pundits perspective and, you know if Mayor to win it uh, they're going to have to they, they're going to have to earn it and, and earn it over, over uh, you know an extremely good and strong um, Tyrone team so really looking forward to the final podcast that only brings you aviation but football as well I'm not going to get between a man and his breakfast or brunch as it is Jim thanks for chatting to us Michael thank you and safe flying Dave Corboy sums up the day oh we're delighted Michael looking out this morning like uh the weather wasn't so good and uh, a few anxious moments. Everyone really put in a massive effort to come up and turn up and today we're delighted with the turnout. I must say there's a great deal of support from volunteers as well and other supporters. Yeah, the, from everybody here in the club itself, St. Vincent de Paul and Burr helps us out and all our sponsors obviously makes today like this much easier to organise, so it's brilliant. No, I, I know that you know, Burr likes to kind of top off the season. Uh, can promise even bigger and better next year. Yeah, I think this is a, probably a new format for us, so we're definitely going to stay and run with this format again, get some much-needed funds into St. Vincent de Paul and Burr. Hopefully, looking forward to next year again. With over €2,000 raised on the day, it's been another excellent event. Thanks to the Ormond Flying Club for their hospitality. See you there next year. To get the news first, subscribe now to Squawk 7000 on your favourite podcast platform. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.